0: what's going on everybody welcome back to my social life this is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media i'm your host jacob kelly as always today's podcast is powered by true fan and today is a takeaways episode and if you're new here what a takeaways episode is is where i sit down and i talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week and today we're discussing my conversation with frank alvarez now if you haven't had a chance to listen to the full podcast yet no worries frank is the co-host of the popular podcast the base Basement yard, and the craziest thing about the basement yard, I think they are probably one of the most subscribed to Patreon pages on the planet. I would definitely put them in the top 100 at least. They have almost 10,000 patrons, and guys, what's crazy about that 10,000 is they have three tiers. They have seven dollars, I think, thirteen fifty, and sixty seven dollars. And realistically, most people probably subscribe to that thirteen fifty tier because a seven dollar tier only gets you episodes a week early. The 1350s here gets you a whole nother episode every single week. So you're getting twice the content if you pay that 1350. So if we take 10,000 people, 1350, that podcast is pulling six figures a month. He's so done a very successful, very popular podcast. It's hilarious. His co host is Joe Santigado, a popular I don't know if you can call Joe a YouTube anymore because I don't think he's uploaded a video to his YouTube channel in almost a year. Joe is a podcaster more than a YouTuber at this point, but Joe blew up on YouTube. Frank is his co-host. Frank has been his best friend for over 25 years, and I was fortunate enough to have Frank on the podcast. I told this to Frank as well. Prior to his recording, as, as excited as I was to have him on the show, my brother was even more excited. My brother is a huge fan of Frankie, Joe, and the basement yard. So I remember when Frank said he'd come on the show, I called my brother, my brother lost his shit uh, that Frank was on the podcast, so thank you again to Frankie for taking the time to come on the show, and we had an awesome conversation, um, it was an absolute blast, so if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go back and check it, it was been an hour and a half long, it's a long, in-depth conversation, it's wide-ranging, we talk a little bit of everything, we talk about Frank growing up in New York, we talk about kind of the basement yard, and when Frank came became a full-time member of the basement yard, and what that was like, and then kind of the last probably 20, 30 minutes, we just... Kind of shot the shit around pop culture and talked about different things, video games, movies, collectibles, different things like that. It was a really fun podcast. Like I said, you get a full ninety out of Frankie in that one. So there's lots of content there. I'm probably gonna keep this takeaways a little bit short. I'm probably gonna keep the next couple takeaways short. If I'm being completely honest, um, who knows? I could say that, and then I mean, I'm, I'm meant to keep this short. In my intro here, where I'm already pushing two and a half minutes, but the intent is to keep these next couple takeaways short, a little bit shorter. Um, summer's busy. I don't know about you, but for me, summer is insane right now. My um, podcast window i try to keep it four to six weeks ahead got down to one week at one point so everyone's busy i'm busy um so now i'm playing catch up with the podcast and on top of trying to play catch up i've got um I'm going away this weekend. I've got to, I've got to move. I got my girlfriend's birthday, which is some more time off. I got to go to at the beginning of August. I have to go fly to Manitoba, where I grew up, for one of my good buddy's weddings. Um, so it's just a crazy. Probably next month. Um, I'm at, I mentioned I'm moving as well, in there, so I got to find time to pack, and it's just insane. Plus, I'm trying to catch up on the podcast. And catching up on the podcast isn't just recording them for. 90 minutes to two hours it's prepping for hours it's editing and everything for hours so we're going to try and keep these takeaways probably the next couple takeaways shorts i'm looking for those little areas in my in my workflow that i can cut and reduce just try and make my work a little bit more manageable than it is right now so we're gonna get some of my takeaways I've about four here that i want to talk about with from my conversation with frankie and the first the first takeaway that i had is create for an audience of one And this came out of when I was talking to Frankie, he was talking about how, when he started making content, which like they made videos growing up as kids. And so I was trying to ask him, does the dynamic change, not the dynamic between the two of them, but like when you are recording a video with a friend that you know is probably only going to be seen by your family on the, the living room later that day versus making a video with a friend that, you know, a million people are going to watch. I was like, does that change at all? Like, does that impact how you perform for lack of a And what Frankie kind of said was at the end of the day, like he knows he can't get into his head about how many people are going to watch. And so what he focuses on is making the person he's doing the video with. And in most cases within this context of this conversation, it's Joe. It's making Joe laugh. And as long as Joe's laughing, he knows that one person is going to find that funny. And to him, that's a job well done. And I think that that applies to everyone you're not going to be able to create content for everyone. It's just impossible. So you have to try and pick, create content for one person. And odds are more people are going to like it. And we can just look at the basement yard as that example. Frank, when he's on the podcast, all he's trying to do is make Joe laugh. And if Joe laughs, he thinks he's done a good enough job. And So Frank's not, he's not focusing about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to that podcast. He's just focused on Joe. But yet, despite the fact that he's just focused on Joe when they're recording, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people subscribe to the podcast and find it funny. So don't think you're pigeonholing yourself and making your show unrelatable or your content unrelatable by only focusing on an audience of one. An audience of one allows you to be more focused, right? They always tell you to niche down and niche down and niche down. And I understand that can feel limiting, but at the end of the day, there is a long list of people who want to consume the content that you're creating. And even though it might feel limiting to make to create for an audience of one, at the end of the day, it's the best way. It's the best way to create content. Because if you try to make content for everyone, you're actually making content for no one. And the next takeaway that I had here from my conversation with Frankie was, which was it was something that surprised me. So it was the fact that I I was listening to a recent episode of the Basement Yard. It might have been a clip on Instagram. I can't remember, but Frank was talking about how he has a job. And I was like, that's interesting. Cause like I talked to the top of this takeaways, episode, the, the basement here is probably pulling from Patreon alone, six figures a month. So I was like, Frank is still working. That's, that's weird. Um, so I, I got a chance to ask him about it. And what he said to me was essentially that Joe gave him the option. Like pretty much when he graduated, Joe came and was like, Hey, the options here, if you want it. And Frank decided that he was still gonna, he still is able to do the content. He still does the content. He's on the basement yard, but he still works full time because he went to school for, I think he has his master's. So it was seven years. He went to school and he decided, you know, he put in that time, he worked his ass off to get there. He's going to use his degree. He worked for it and he wasn't just gonna go through seven years to be like, eh, fuck it. And then not do anything with it. I think that was really interesting for me because I often feel like today, a job as a, as a creator, someone doing things on social media, online, like that's the dream job for so many people. And I feel like I've grown, like I've grown up thinking that that is the dream job. That's what you want. And I, you don't like, and I think it was just, I was just interesting to me because he had the opportunity. He looked at He looked that opportunity in the face and said, I will still do this, but I still want to work my regular job. And I feel like so many people create content to get out of the day job, but Frank still creates the content, but still has the day job. I think that's an important thing. Like you don't have to, to be a creator, you don't have to make it your goal to make it your full-time income, right? Like it adds so much pressure. And I'm not telling you to not chase your dreams and go after your goals. Absolutely do that. But understand that there's other options for you as well you know, I have a podcast coming up that I'm going to be recording. Potentially, it might probably two weeks after this one came out. It's probably a week and a half if you're listening to this when I drop this episode. As long as the recording happens, uh, then I'm supposed to record next week, but I'm recording with someone next week. And so I'm not going to drop his name just in case things fall through, you know, scheduling and stuff like that. But he is a podcaster. And similar to Frankie, he's also a podcaster. And he first started monetizing his podcast six months in with less than 200 viewers, right? And so what I'm trying to say there is like, it's possible to do things within social media, but I, I honestly, I'm trying to figure out what I, I'm trying to say. Cause I feel like I just lost myself. I think I just rambled too long and absolutely lost the point I was trying to make. But I think it's interesting that Frankie had the option to, to be a full-time creator and turn that down to go work his job. And I think for a lot of people, that would be like, what are you doing? And for me, it wasn't, what are you doing? But it was a surprise. But I think that <laughs> basically, here's how I'll summarize this, this takeaway. You can still be successful and not be an online creator. You don't have to be putting out content all the time and be a, to be successful. You can be successful without without being active on the internet. Frankie does both. I think that's awesome. But the internet's not, doesn't, isn't always, not the internet, but like being a content creator doesn't necessarily have to be the be all and end all. I think too kind of on that note, my third takeaway is that there's time for shit in your day. You know what I mean? Like Frank does the basement yard, so they record two episodes a week. He has to post on social media. He's on another podcast called uh, the Movie Trivia Schmodown, which is another popular podcast. They have a couple hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and so he does that. He does. So he does the basement yard. He does the schmodown, So it's three podcasts a week. I actually don't know if if the Schmodown is a, every week. I could be wrong, but he. So we'll say on a busy week, he's doing three podcasts. On top of that, Frank also streams on Twitch twice a week. Mondays and Tuesdays, I believe. On top of that, Frank found time to record a podcast with me on Wednesday night for like two hours. It was kind of like the total time in by the time we wrapped. Two hours of podcasting with me, he works a full-time job like we just talked about. Frank has a wife. Frank has two kids, a six-year-old stepson, I believe a five-month-old daughter. Frank's busy as hell, but Frank makes the time, right? So a lot of people complain that there's not enough time in the day. To be fair, I am one of those people. But it's not that there's not enough time in the day. It comes down to prioritization. There is time in the day for anything. There's just not time in your day for everything. And so it comes down to what do you want to do? What is important in your day? What are those things? And I think part of that, now granted I didn't get into this with Frankie and I wish I had now that I'm kind of in hindsight, but it's, it comes down to you setting your priorities. And honestly, I think the word priorities is kind of an oxymoron because priority is your number one important thing. And I, I read somewhere, I can't remember where I read it, but I'm pretty sure your priority started as just a single word. Like your priority was the number one imp- most important thing that you have to do. That's your priority. And I think it was sometime in the ni- early 1900s, 1920s, 1930s, where priorities, plural, became a thing. And it, be, it became because of, um, working. It was something to do with, I think it might've been around the time. I can't, I don't want to throw a data dog. I get this totally wrong, but it was just that priority used to be a singular word. And at some point they made it, um, it became because of the workforce, it became a, a plural word and it never used to be. But at the end of the day, I digress on my, on why I think priorities is an oxymoron. But at the end of the day, it comes down to setting your intentions for the day. And what do you want to accomplish? Just take five, 10 minutes at the beginning of your day and write down what it is you want to get done that day. And focus on doing those things. Trying to, again, similar to trying to to make content for everyone, you're actually making content for no one. By trying to do everything, you're actually accomplishing nothing. And I'm not saying you only have to have a singular focus, but have some intention to your, if you have multiple focuses, have some intention behind it, right? There is time for anything in your day. There's just not time for everything. So make sure you pick what are those specific things you wanna do in your day, and don't let distractions get in the way. There is time. There's time for anything, just not for everything. I think my last my last takeaway here is if you can find a friend like Frankie, and what I mean by that, and I remember this, I remember him talking on the podcast, and I like this kind of hit me in in the podcast. And I just finished editing a uh, a TikTok, an Instagram reel of Frank talking about talking about Joe and talking about how Frank kind of didn't miss out. But when Joe started popping off on social media, Frank was away at college. And he said that like, had he been in New York, had he not gone to Connecticut for college, he probably would have been a bigger part in those early videos, in that social media explosion. And he said, while there was a little bit of FOMO, all that FOMO, is really overmasked by just seeing how successful Joe has become and how happy he is because of how successful he is and happy because he's put the work in to get where he is. Cause Frank said he worked fucking hard. And, but it was just the, as just hearing him talk about the back how as much as like, there's a little bit of what could have been if I hadn't gone to Connecticut, that, that does that pales in comparison to the fact that his best friend is killing it. And that's what he cares about at the end of the day is the fact that his friend is killing it and his friend is happy. And so it was hearing that and just kind of hearing Frank talk about Joe just kind of throughout the podcast. And, you know, again, I told Frank, too, we talked about it on the podcast, how I don't want to make this podcast about Joe Santagato. And I'm just talking about Joe Santagato with Frank. But like, obviously, we talked about him a fair amount just because it's, he's so tied into to Frank's story and what Frank does Um, I was just hearing every time he talked about Joe, it was just in such a positive light and how happy he was for him and all these things. And it was just where he, where he put it in a context where yes, he was bummed to some extent to not have been part of that explosion, that social media come up, but his best friend is killing it. And that's what matters to him at the end of the day. And if you can find a friend who's going to put your happiness and your success, not above your own, but. To not be jealous of your success, to root for you, to genuinely be in your corner, to push you to be better, to to appreciate you, to just to want the best for you, to genuinely want the best for you. I mean, that's really all you can look. That's all you can ask for in a friend. That's what you should be looking for. So my final takeaway for you listening to this is do whatever you can to find a friend like Frankie. At the end of the day, all of your friends should be like Frankie, all of you if you, true friend friend should want the best for you, right? And if someone doesn't want the best for you, if they're using you for selfish reasons for their own gain, that's not a true friend. So remember, my last takeaway: find a friend like Frankie. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Whether you listen the entire way through or you only listen to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Everyone do me a big favor. Go and follow Frankie on Instagram. Check out his Twitch. Also subscribe to The Basement Yard. It's an extremely funny podcast. Some of the stuff, I will say, some of the humor, a little out there. So if you're a little bit of a reserved person, it might be, might be a tough listen at times. I personally think it's hilarious. I highly recommend The Basement Yard, especially if you've been edging your humor. Check it out. I'll make sure it's all linked in the show notes down below so you can find it. If you'd like to follow me, you can find me everywhere on social media at the Jacob Kelly. Feel free to come and say hello. My DMs are always open. If you'd like to follow the podcast, we're on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We're my social life podcast on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Make sure you hit subscribe. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to share this episode with a friend and leave us a positive rating and review. I haven't gotten a, a five-star review and I haven't gotten a review period in a quick minute. So if you're feeling generous, please toss the show a five-star review. Maybe write a little something nice there as a review. I would really appreciate it. Like I said, make sure you subscribe, put up brand new interviews every single Monday and a brand new takeaways episode like this as an audio exclusive every single Thursday. As always, today's podcast is powered by TrueFan. Thank you once again for listening, everybody. We'll talk soon.